On today's show, we have Bachelor Talk. We talk a recap of Mother's Day. We go into our first world problems like our social media Snapchat with their new filters and whatnot. We go into our main course with climate change. And then we go into our segments. Are you ready? Let's get it. Thanks for listening to us. My name is Cade Coleman. And I'm Blake Palmer. So, Blake. We did have a big weekend here. We did. It was Mother's Day. It was. Did you have a good Mother's Day? I sure did. Did you? Yeah. My mom cooked for us and uh, she made her homemade chicken pot pie. So, uh, I was. we were very spoiled to say the least. Well, isn't it supposed to be like the opposite way around? Like you should cook for her. <laughs> yeah, I know it should have, but sh- hell, she was she was like, I'm ready to cook. So she cooked chicken pot pie. Oh yeah, she cooked her signature chicken pot pie. It was delicious, and uh, of course that that keeps me coming back to the house. Oh, my mouth is watering right now. Yeah, I know it's really good. I'll get you the recipe. Oh uh, well, did you get her good old Susan anything? Good? I did. I got I got her I got her the traditional card and flowers. Okay. <laughs> And of course, then my sister one-ups me and she gets my mom like a, a bougie cup. It's like a oh, glass cup. Oh, no. I and bet you it has an S on it. No. It, no? No it, no, it just says, it says, literally, it says bougie <gasps> on it. Really? Yeah, it's in, it's in gold. <laughs> oh, my and then, and then Meredith got her like a, some like some gourmet chips and uh, <laughs> some, some of her favorite M&Ms. And then she had like a big old, and then she got her more flowers. So, of course, I got one-upped by my sister oh. on Mother's Day. Damn it, Meredith. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> I got my mom flowers too. Oh, really? I walked in with them from work. She's like, oh my God. <laughs> you know, I love flowers. And she started to cry. <laughs> <laughs> and I just looked at her and I'm like, don't do this to me. It's so awkward. I, I love you, Denise. <laughs> Thank you, Mom. And she's like, here, give me a kiss. I was like, okay. Just, <laughs> there you go. I'll give you the side of my, or I'll give you my forehead. Just, there you just go. Just a little peck. A little peck. So, other than that, y'all y'all had a really good Mother's Day? Yeah, just a lot of family come over, cook burgers, mm. all that good stuff. That sounds ate, delicious. Ate a lot of sweets. Mm. I ate too much. Guilty. And... I was in a food coma, and I wanted someone to rub my stomach, but no one was there to rub my stomach. So Somebody's lonely over here. So, uh, so yesterday, the good old Bachelorette started. And I am so pissed because I missed it. Well, I, I'm going to tell you right now, you didn't miss much, but I think there was more singing, and there was more rapping than usual. Really? Yes, but let's talk Hannah, though. Oh, Hannah is a... Babe. She's a Don piece. Oh, babe alert, babe alert. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I honestly, I don't, I'm not a big advocate for the bachelor or bachelorette, but I will admit it was, it was kind of, it was great. It was a great sight to look at. Um, oh yeah. I mean, I think those, I mean, she's got those 30 guys are going to have some competition. Well, I guess <laughs> it's not really 30 anymore, but, um, but yeah, she's a good looking girl, but here are my three takeaways okay. from, from the bachelorette. Last night. Okay. So. All the guys had in common was the 
was the like gelled hair like in the front yeah like uh it's it's like really combed over it's like it, it's the same look for every dude was it like the style like the really short on the sides and like extremely yep. long on top oh with I, the yeah gelled back you know mm-hmm. kind of, okay. exactly okay. kind of i guess the best way to it's like the cliff kingsbury look mm, yeah you get what okay. i'm saying yeah so th- i think that was kind of like the biggest takeaway um I mean, of course, when you have the guys, you're going to have a lot more douchebags. Oh, yeah. But more diversity, though. Mm -hmm. I would say there's a lot more diversity. Um, Definitely a lot more African-Americans representing this time. Uh, But And then it was like every guy saying Roll Tide. Um, (laughs) Even if they didn't go to the University (laughs) of Alabama, it was every dude saying Roll Tide. So I I just didn't really... um, I mean, it was was fine. I mean, I guess I get it. They were trying to kiss ass, but... Oh, yeah. And that was about it. I mean, huh? You got to do what you got to do. Oh, yeah. I mean, and I mean, I think I had one guy kind of stand out to me. Hey, I was about to ask you that. Yeah. Uh, his name was Cam. Okay. And he, he came out of limousine and he was just spitting bars. And uh, he was, he, I mean, I, I'll hand it to him. If I were a chick, I'd be impressed. Cause, really? Uh, yeah. And, you know, she, Hannah was cheesing. She was smiling. And, of course, <laughs> Cam had already gotten another rose off the first impression. So uh, it was it was really funny. And uh, Oh, he got the first impression yeah, rose? <gasps> yeah. No, like he got like he got the rose before he even came on the show. Uh, so like when oh, they, yeah, like when they announced gotcha. Hannah. So when they announced Hannah after, I guess, Colton. Yeah. You know, it was a dude. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So she got, he had the initial one. So even the, like he had the rose coming out of the limousine. So, yeah. you know, he was already kind of safe. But uh, I mean, it was uh, it was okay episode. But uh, it's, it's always funny to see kind of Chris Harrison's reactions because he's just like <laughs> got to put up with another handful of dumbasses again. This will be the most shocking season of The Bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> this season on The Bachelorette. But I think that was my biggest takeaways from The Bachelorette. You didn't miss out anything much, but uh, it's uh, I, I guess I'm gonna have to watch it now. I guess I I need to watch it tomorrow. Yeah. Uh. So. Now I know since we're a very Texas-oriented podcast, yes. we're we're gonna we're gonna kind of pick just two random cities yeah. in the state of Texas. We're gonna pull out some fun facts from them. So you want to start? Yes. So the city I chose was Golden, Texas. Golden, Texas. Really, nothing goes on in Golden, Texas, but mm-hmm. but every fourth Saturday in October since 1982, the town hosts a Sweet Potato Festival. And guess what? What? It's been featured on Oprah, not once. What? But twice. Did you say Oprah? Oprah. Oprah? Can you imagine her at that festival? Guess what, everyone? You get a sweet potato. You get a sweet potato. Everybody gets a sweet potato. I, I think it would uh, just, just Oprah Winfrey showing up to this random town in oh. the middle of nowhere in Texas. And but, there's really only one famous person from there, the beautiful Casey Musgraves. Oh, she's absolutely she beautiful. She is a dime piece. Very much a dime. And it's it's kind of, uh, she's going to be uh, headlining, or not really headlining, but she's going to be at ACL this year. And I really hope I get to see her because she is a very, very pretty. And she was at Coachella this year too. My city of choice was Goliad, Texas. I think kind of if you took Texas history, you kind of, you heard of the name before. Oh, yeah. But um, it was founded in the 1800s by the Spanish. And then uh, during the Texas Revolution, um, they kind of had a Palm Sunday massacre where a bunch of people got <laughs> shot and killed. Um, and it was all, it's also, uh, Goliad's known in the birthplace of Texas ranching. Really? Yes. So uh, basically kind of where we've gotten our, 
where, where you know how Texas is known for its huge ranches yeah. and uh, you know how they have so much cattle and all that. That's kind of like where it got its Texas ranching tagline, and it's uh, the hometown of Bum Phillips, the mm, the famous coach no. of the Oilers back in the day. Big old cowboy hat. Big old cowboy hat. So, what was your other takeaway from from this weekend? What about Mother's Day? Well, not just Mother's Day, in but uh, and, uh, yeah, overall in general. Uh, I would say it was just uh, the Snapchat filters. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I think I think that kind of took the world by storm here. Uh, I think everybody just kind of was like, just saw it pop up on their filters now. Not that Snapchat already has a problem with the filters that they yeah. have now, and everybody's just kind of obsessed with those. But this one has taken the world by storm. I think this time. Yeah, like. Guys turning into girls and girls turning into guys. Like I make an ugly ass chick. Um, I'm gonna second that too. I I look uh, just as bad. <laughs> it's it's not pretty, and um, I really hope my daughter does not look like that. Uh, I, I would. <laughs> I'd feel sorry for. Her. I no offense. <laughs> I, no I offense. Would, oh, oh, it goes both ways, brother. Uh, so that kind of. I mean, do you think, you know that. Do you think with the Snapchat filters, do you think the government is taking all of our, like, taking that facial recognition and you putting it somewhere? I'm sure they are. Yeah, that kind of makes me scared because everybody's using this filter and um, you're basically giving your, your little facial recognition to the government. So Because I hear, like, what, like each Snapchat is saved or something? Like, uh-huh. is that right? Yes, yeah. to their database. Oh. And I don't know how, I don't know how they're, like. That's scary. I don't know how their servers don't fry because of that, but. Yeah, definitely a problem. So, um, so, do you think you uh, do you think we should make a Tinder profile? I, you know what? I think we should let the people vote. Okay, so we will let you guys vote um, for our Tinder profile. So we can either make it um, the host Cade or myself Blake. Or we can, uh, if if you guys know <laughs> our other buddies here, um, <laughs> our other contributors to the show, Will Gupton, uh, you can also vote him as well. And um, we'll basically kind of, we'll make it a 24-hour poll, and um, whoever wins, we will make a Tinder profile, and we'll kind of keep you updated. It's going to be a little bit of a social experiment, though. And I will have to say, Will makes one hot chick. Yeah, so um, if you don't vote Cade, vote Will. Oh, yeah. yes. And we'll uh, we'll get back to you guys on that one. So, are you ready for the main course? I am. Mm, serve me up that main course. Okay. So, one thing that's kind of been in our uh, the headlines, uh, kind of nationwide, was they, of course, and it and it happens, you know, every couple of years. It's but this time it's become really relevant. Climate change. And everybody's, you know, been like, oh, well, what about global warming? Well, no, that's not the proper term. It's climate change. Yeah. And, and that's kind of what we've seen in the past, you know, 10 years, 18 years. It's become a lot more prevalent. <clears throat> and NASA has actually come out with a new study saying if, if at, at the rate that we're going right now, um, we could we could go up, you know, at least 0.5 to 8.6 degrees um, in over 80 years. No bueno, no bueno. That's not good at all. Um, we also have this clip from Bill Nye that we, I would like to share with y'all, too. Here, I, I've got an experiment for you. Safety glasses on. By the end of this century, if emissions keep rising, the average temperature on Earth could go up another four to eight degrees. What I'm saying is the planet's on fucking fire. There are a lot of things we could do to put it out. Are any of them free? 
No, of course not. Nothing's free, you idiots. Grow the fuck up. You're not children anymore. I didn't mind explaining photosynthesis to you when you were 12, but you're adults now, and this is an actual crisis. Got it? Safety glasses off, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you so you basically heard it from oh Bill Nye, the God, science guy. Bill Nye. Yeah. Uh, that was off the John Oliver show, and that was on the last week tonight. Um, it just aired over the weekend, uh, right after Game of Thrones. Oh, gosh, that's hilarious. But, yeah, no, very, very funny clip. And uh, definitely, I mean, even though Bill Nye doesn't have the credibility to be a scientist, um, he's kind of still, you know, one of those very popular figures oh, in the science yeah. world and he's still i mean he, he very much advocates scientists and and he wants that knowledge to be out there because it's you know been kind of proven by these scientists mm -hmm. and 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 i think definitely he makes a pretty good point for sure so what um so you know with climate change what what have been your some of your biggest fears like i would have to say the seafood because mm -hmm. i absolutely love seafood really so i saw Mm -hmm. that seafood prices will increase one to two percent okay and what's usually i mean i've seen that with the temperature increase it could impact the industry by 23 billion Ooh, yeah gosh. so just imagine how that money being taken away from that industry you know people are going to lose jobs not very good mm -mm. and what about you know island nations yeah i bet especially yeah. the ones out in the south pacific or um or kind of like you know countries like the philippines or japan that you know and that's heavily, like one of their yeah main resources of income is exactly you know fishing. fishing yeah and without that and especially too here in in the united states too i mean even though a lot of i don't know i wouldn't say majority but a lot of, of our fish come from, you know, farming. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, yeah. And, and I think that would kind of impact it too, because I think it would impact like the, the breeding and, and how much fish are produced. And so, um, it would ultimately cause in the, pro in the like you said earlier, it'd cause that one to 2% increase in, and that, and that's this year for 2019. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think one, one other food that kind of stuck out to me was coffee. Oh my gosh. Sorry, ladies. <laughs> Well, it's not just ladies. I, I, I really, mean, I, I enjoy, right. I enjoy my cup of Joe in the morning. Um, <laughs> also, um, a shout out to the HEB uh, pecan blend or the San Antonio blend. That is by far the best coffee if it's not Folgers. Trying to get that discount, huh? I, I would love them to sponsor our show. <laughs> According to uh, Business Insider, though, coffee is the second most sought after commodity in the world. Yeah, and the industry is well worth over a hundred billion dollars across the globe. Good grief! And I believe that too. I believe that. And worldwide, it generates over twenty-eight billion in taxes. Yeah. So, and um, and get this: so Americans consume over four hundred million cups a day of coffee. And I wonder how many of those are sorority girls. The United States is a four billion dollar import for coffee too. Jeez. So the the prices would heavily be impacted by. Um, coffee and if coffee isn't very well regulated or isn't not really sought after and protected coffee beans go through evapotranspiration and I know it's a really tough word to say it's a very scientific word yes and it's it's definitely out of my pay grade but if if the temperatures keep rising uh, by 2050 we could possibly lose coffee worldwide and so oh no and if, yeah no if, we, if we're oh, no. if, if we go at the like the temperature like the rising temperature the way it is right now um and not only would would coffee be impacted by that but something else would too chocolate 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 <laughs>
Chocolate! 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 Oh my gosh. And did you know that Mars mm-hmm. invested $1 billion to fight climate change? And they're the ones that make M&Ms, right? Yes. Good. Yes. Yeah, I, I think they definitely need to be putting some research towards it because that's, of course, chocolate is a billion-dollar industry. It so is. So they definitely need to keep after that. Like, for instance, mm-hmm. Hershey, the mm-hmm. revenue for the quarter ending on March 31st, 2019, was $2. billion. Dollars and what is that? Two point zero one six billion, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Which is a two point two six percent increase year over year. Did okay. you know that? No, I did not. What was the revenue from uh, the year before that? Seven point eight three six billion. Wow. Which is think about that, and and just think that doesn't even touch what coffee is though. No. But eventually, uh, essentially, the crop is is a little bit towards the same because they both rely on the humidity. Yeah. And when temperatures rise, that humidity sometimes won't be there, and it'll eventually kill the crop, and then that resource will be scarce, and not everyone around the world will have access to that crop. And like, it's kind of the same with meat products too, or like, yeah. kind of like. The drought, mm-hmm. you know, according to the U- USDA, meat prices will increase five to six percent this year due to, like I said, drought and higher consumer demands. See, uh, and I don't, I don't know if drought will be a very, I don't know if that will be a really big source of a problem this year because of how much rainfall oh, we've had we've in the United States. Lot, yeah. Well, not just here in Texas, but you know, they, of course, they've had flooding in in, a, in the higher agricultural states like Nebraska, Kansas. I mean, but that's flooding though, and that can kind of take out some of your industry too. But, um, I, I mean, but if we don't worry, if we don't start looking at the alternatives now, then we that could definitely be a future problem. But yeah, yeah like five to six percent—that's that's pretty big. That is. And you got anything else? On yeah, you? I got one more. What's that? So, do you like avocados? Do I like them? I like them a lot. I love it. Do you like? Do you get avocado toast ever? I do sometimes. Okay, so um, so with the pro- so if climate change were to go how it is now, and if it doesn't, if we don't start getting on top of it, not regulated, a case of avocados could go from sixty-eight to a hundred dollars per case, and that's about sixty avocados per case. What? Yes. You're shitting me. Yeah, that's a that's I mean that's quite a few avocados, but um, usually, um, according to Mexico's largest producer, um, it's the state of uh, Mahokan then we would kind of see that we would see an increase of, of prices in our avocados because right now the average avocado is $1.67. The United States currently imports 2.5 million pounds um, of avocados. That is a lot of avocados, my mm-hmm. friend. Yes. So definitely we would have our food, oh, well, I guess. I mean, I guess avocado is more of a luxury, but I do like guac you oh. know, with, with my nachos or... Mm. I mean that would that would take a big. I mean Mexican food would take a huge lot. Uh, take well, I guess take a huge hit there. Yes, and that would that would really suck. When we scare each other as much as we do with with the climate change, there there is some of that opposition too, because we did have you know films like The Inconvenient Truth come out. Yeah, and they said half the United States would be underwater by the year two thousand. Well, that didn't happen. <laughs> Look at us now. But here's where I stand on when it comes to documentaries like that. I think documentaries are very much rushed 
and you want immediate information then and there. Yeah. And exactly. so it's, it's more of a scare tactic. Um, but when you get like, you know, statistics from NASA who actually has satellites up in the sky and they can monitor what's going on in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Some, some things that, you know, these, these documentaries aren't, don't have access to or kind of limit their talk to because sometimes some of these documentaries don't want that knowledge. Yeah. They kind of want to have, they just want ratings. They, they just want, want, yes, they want ratings. They want yeah. money and they want, exactly. They, yeah. It's more, it's more of a scare tactic, but yeah. I definitely think this is an issue that needs to be addressed when around our country. And I get it that, you know, there's been, you know, the green deal that has been introduced Mm-hmm. Um, into into the House and, and Senate and they've and they rejected it. But there were a couple of other things that went along with it. But I think I think overall, if we don't assess cl- cl- climate change correctly, um, it will cost us in the long run. And yeah, the, and I, I think agree. and I think we need to make that stand of where we have you know we don't want to hurt our future generation. We're trying to help boost them. We're not trying to make make this earth unbearable to them. I 100% agree with you, Blake. Yeah. So do you have anything else to add on climate change or anything like that? I don't think so. I mean, I know we rushed over it a little yeah, bit. We just skimmed over yeah, we skimmed. Inter- what we thought was interesting. Oh, yeah. That, that stood out because, I mean, we, like I said, you know, we were looking at the new NASA reports and, and how, um, you know, that temperatures could rise in the from, you know, four to you know, four to eight percent, oh. um, or not or a percent, four to, four to eight degrees. degrees. Yeah, if it was four percent, we'd kind of be a, a little bit more screwed. I, I mean, it doesn't seem like a lot, but like in general, like it's it's a shit ton. Mm-hmm. Eight degrees. Yeah, so we definitely have to. I mean, we just have to monitor it, and you know, uh, and we have to make sure that we have to cut down on the carbon emissions, and we kind of have to. I mean, people look at it in the perspective too of. You know, one person, it's like you're not going to cause enough to cut down on carbon emissions because, and that's when people start giving up. Um, I think it it comes down to more of a group and and you know more people trying to sacrifice more, um, you know, to to for the greater good. And honestly, with climate change, that's when it's going to happen because you know we do have those individuals that you know recycle and they um, when they throw away um, like you know, consumable food, they, they make sure to put it in like a, like a compost pile where it's, you know, biodegradable and it's not thrown in with regular trash and it's used as fertilizer. Mm-hmm. But you know, it, there's a lot of things that have to go into this in order for it to work worldwide. And I mean, I, I think the U S is just going to have to step up. You know, I don't think, I don't think it, you know, it doesn't come down to Republicans. It doesn't come to Democrats. It's bipartisan. Everybody needs to come together on this, uh, this issue and it needs to be addressed before it gets out of hand. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. So are you ready for a quick segment? I am. Are you? Yes. Okay. So today's segments, we are going to talk about today. I freaked up by dating my cousin for five months and <laughs> Cade is going to fill us in with some really interesting history facts. All right. So are you ready to, for the today I freaked up? Yes, sir. Are you? Okay. So <laughs> this one comes from Reddit. And let's see, the story begins with, today I freaked up by dating my cousin for five months. So you hear this story millions of times of people unknowingly hooking up with their relatives and finding out that it's about this atrocity in the most awkward ways. And mine was no exception. Even had to create a new account because it's so embarrassing. (laughs) So I was talking to this guy on Hinge and I I don't know what that is. I'm guessing it's like Tinder or something like that. Yeah, I think it is. It's the northern version of Tinder. Yeah, it's something. Okay. Um, Who had the softest... uh, of hazel eyes and at the time i thought he was the one 
And after exchanging a few messages, we decided to go on a date. And one thing led to another, and we were a couple. Oh. Yeah. We dated for five months until the horror struck us that we were relatives. Since we were both in our 20s, we were moved away from home and hadn't had time to meet each other's parents. Instead of doing the traditional, I'll bring you over to meet my parents and I'll go over to meet yours, we decided for a fi- dinner with both our parents. You can oh, pretty gosh. much tell where this story is going to go. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Hey, cousin Al's. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Long story short, we took our families out to a restaurant and when my father stood up from the table to introduce himself to my boyfriend's mother, his face turned completely white as he was looking directly at his cousin, his, <laughs> uncle, his uncle's daughter. It took her a second to realize as well. And since my family and his family live, live on opposite sides of the States, our parents hadn't seen each other in about 30 years. And it was a coincidence that my boyfriend and I moved to the same city. So we could tell something was wrong the way our parent looked at each other. And they informed us that we were related. Oh my God. <laughs> Even though we lo- loved each other, we decided it wasn't right to do. This was one of the hardest breakups of my life, but it had to be done for the sake of our family. <laughs> I told my friends that it didn't work out and silently removed everything from social media. Today I messed up by dating a boy from him for about five months and we discovered he was my cousin after our parents informed us we while we were out to dinner. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. What? What would you... Oh, bless you. Excuse me. What would you do in that situation? Um, I don't know if I would be able to kind of handle myself because... Uh, well, I don't have any cousins my age, so so I I really wouldn't have to worry about that. Oh my, I would, but yeah, I would I would lose it. I would flip out. Agreed. I would. Oh, I like. I have actually had some cousins date each other. Nuh-uh. <laughs> true, true story. Even though it's like third cousins, still like if you know you're somehow related, don't date them. Yeah, just don't, don't break it off and quit being weird. This is not not Game of Thrones. It, d- incest? No, yeah. no, no, yeah, no, 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 live, no, no, no incest. Yeah, we live in the we live in the twenty first century. But oh. that's all I had for that for that segment. That is that sucks <laughs> so bad. Definitely much sucks. <laughs> okay, oh so God. what are your interesting um, history facts? Okay, so I try to find some, you know, eh, kind of funny. I mean, not so much funny, but just really interesting. Like, oh. That's where that word came from. Yeah. So, like, this first one. The use of the word hooker as a term for prostitute actually originated with Civil War General Joseph Hooker, who brought prostitutes along campaigns for his men. Hmm. I bet you everyone loved General Joseph Hooker. <laughs> I, you know, I, I would have never guessed that. I, I, I would I thought it would, like, come from, like, a... a, like a uh, like a clothesline or something yeah. like that or, or some sort of like appliance or something like that but it came from a general from the civil war okay and, and also the term sideburns also came from from, from the yeah i civil think war. a civil war general right yeah, yeah general sideburns yeah, yeah so he was a he was a union soldier or actually yeah no I, he was a union soldier and he was killed actually so oh but poor yes. mr sideburns well yeah i'm assuming that he's dead <laughs> i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i think he is <laughs> well he's dead by now oh yeah for sure <laughs> Okay, you ready for another one? Yeah, let's yeah, shoot. All right. Heroin was once a perfectly acceptable medicine prescribed by doctors for everything from coughs to headaches. That's scary. Can you imagine going to the doctor like, oh my God, <coughs> I got this cough. And he was like, here, 
take some heroin. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give you a shot of heroin, and you should be good to go. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> super addictive drug, so um, hopefully that didn't stick around too long in the medical field. I can't. I don't think it's around anymore. <laughs> <laughs> only by only by druggies and crackies. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and That's I got I got one more. Okay. Okay. Before there were alarm clocks, there were knockers up. What's that? Uh, they were hired to shoot dried peas from a blowgun at people's windows in order to wake them up in the mornings. So I'm gonna knock you up. Spit that pee in my window. And then uh, I guess knocked up is now just a kind of different terminology. Yes. It's it's different terminology now. (laughs) And also a movie. A decent movie. Okay. Is that that it? I think that is it. Okay. Well, we'll see you guys next time. And we hope you guys subscribe. Check out our Facebook page, uh, Heart of Texas Podcast. And also check out our Twitter, Heart of Texas Pod. Yeah. All right. Well, I really enjoyed it, Blake. All right, me too, Kate. Love you guys. Yeah, thank you. You know it's General Burnside, right? Yeah, I I think I just found that out now. I I kind of fucked that up. My bad. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. And he also didn't die during the Civil War either. When did he die? 1881. <laughs> <laughs> we right. suck. Love you guys. Stars at night are big and bright Deep in the heart of Texas The prairie sky From the 127 Studios in Waco, Texas, this has been the Heart of Texas Podcast.